Welcome to the Roos News, the place for all things volunteer. I'm Doretha McCoy. Volunteers, staff, today we have a program that I'm sure you want to know about. It's a make-a-wish-of-a-lifetime program. Some of you may have heard about the program, others may have not. Before we get started we are share, with sharing this information, let me introduce you to Jared Bloomfield with Wish of a Lifetime. Jared, welcome to AARP Ruth News. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to be here and chat a little bit about not only what we do, but how volunteers can get engaged in helping us spread the word about uh, some of the amazing stories that we've unearthed from our older adults. Great, great. So what do you do at AARP? Yeah, so Wish of a Lifetime is a nonprofit organization based in Denver, Colorado. So we were founded in 2008, became a charitable affiliate with AARP in 2020. So over the last 15 years, Wish of a Lifetime has been granting wishes to older adults all throughout the United States. The wishes can be as simple as honoring an older adult by empowering them to go to their first baseball game to as complicated and complex as sending a World War II veteran back to Normandy who stormed the beaches or a Holocaust survivor to Israel. One of my favorite wishes is we reconnected three sisters who were in their low hundreds who hadn't seen each other for 30 years. So it runs the gamut, but we empower our volunteers, our connections all over the United States to help us grant wishes. And we're really proud this year that we're going to be celebrating our 2500th wish granted. Awesome. That is wonderful. So how long have you been with the organization? Yeah, I've, I've been at Wish of a Lifetime since 2015. I actually started as an intern, which I'm incredibly lucky to have joined the organization when I did and um, grew through a special projects role. So we've always been trying to figure out how can we find more people to grant wishes for? And then upon affiliation in 2020, I was lucky enough to lead up our field department. And so this is a new department, two and a half years young, thanks to AARP that's allowing us to be on podcasts like these, spread the word about Wish of a Lifetime, and try to find additional wishes that we can grant throughout the country. Oh, that is great. So what exactly is Wish of a Lifetime? I believe you have something that you wanted to share. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you so much. So I want to get into, when I talk about Wish of a Lifetime, there's there's kind of the, the what, but before we talk about the what it is, I always like to talk about the why. So I'm going to share my screen here and really looking forward to sharing this video with you all. Stories are power. They affect us, inspire us, and change us. We're Wish Storytellers. We inspire people to live more vibrant and purposeful lives. We grant wishes that celebrate older adults for their wisdom, contributions, and sacrifices. If you believe in something and you stay at it, you'll finally get the recognition you deserve. It's important for people to feel empowered to tell their stories because it's a form of immortality. 
we reconnect people with their passions, their dreams, and the people they love. Seeing him interact with the horses was a dream come true. Take off. It's not just a pipe dream anymore. It's electric. When we grant a wish, it has an extraordinary effect on that person and their community, and it helps them dream bigger than ever before. Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. <laughs> wish of a lifetime made his wish come true. We are Wish of a Lifetime from AARP, and we're changing what's possible as we age, one inspirational wish at a time. So I know before I came on this podcast, uh, before it started, oh, sorry. So now everybody knows this is completely live. Yes. <laughs> so uh, before I before I came on this this podcast, you know, we, we talked about videos and um, mm -hmm. I encourage any of your listeners to go on YouTube, look up Wish of a Lifetime. We have a myriad of unbelievable videos that really get to the core of what we're doing and, and what that video showed is we're wish granters and we're really storytellers. So that's where Wish of a Lifetime is different than other organizations like Make-A-Wish. Of course, we do grant wishes to people 65 plus. But it isn't about doing one last thing for an older adult. It's about telling their stories. It isn't about sending a Tuskegee Airman to Washington, D.C. for the first time. It's unearthing his story of sacrifice and perseverance perseverance and resiliency. And so through our 2,500 wishes, we're able to not only tell those stories, but also change the way people view aging. And that's what we always tell our wish recipients is we're incredibly lucky to be supported by AARP and other groups to help us tell those amazing stories. But we need these stories in order to further our mission and vision. And, and um, through every single wish that we grant, we have another amazing asset that we're able to share on podcasts like these or with community members at large. That is awesome. You had mentioned that you started with the program in 2015. Yeah. And then the but the program has been in place for how long? Could you mention that again? How long has it been in place again? Yeah, 15 years. 15 years. So 2008, and we'll be celebrating our 2500th wish. Ah. Uh, in our first year, we granted about eight wishes. It was, you know, knocking on doors trying to buy older adults um, gifts, basically. And, and now here we are 15 years later, and we are uh, we're a well run. Um, 25 person organization granting about 250 wishes a year. So now how are wishes granted? What are, you know, what's the process? Great question. So as I mentioned, you know, I've, I've been here for a while and actually started on the wish granting team. So now I work more on how do we get volunteers to come in and help us to, to source wishes. We call them discover wishes in the community, but what we'll do, let's just play out the, the the um the the string here so we're having this conversation hopefully one or many of your listeners are inspired to submit a wish for an older adult in their life by visiting www.wishofalifetime.org backslash application or learn more about how to volunteer with us at volunteer at wishofalifetime.org they submit a wish and then what our team we have a wish granting team who goes through every single wish application and vets it based on its merit. 
we're typically looking for older adults who have given a lot back, who are maybe going through a tough time right now and couldn't do their wish without our support. And I call that the Hawaii effect. Everybody would probably love to go to Maui, but we want to make sure we're granting wishes that have deep, impactful meaning to the specific older adult. With that being said, we go through the process. We vet a wish. Um, most wishes that do meet our baseline qualifications are granted. This is not Publishers Clearinghouse. It's our goal that we grant as many wishes as do meet our criteria. But once a wish is approved, then we go forward and grant it. And that means planning the entire experience, making purchases. Every wish is completely covered by Wish of a Lifetime, not only for the older adult, but for the companion as well. And typically from when a wish gets approved to when a wish actually happens, it can be anywhere between a day and a year. Typically it's about two months, but we've had older adults that uh, want to see family that's at end of life. And we've been able to turn those wishes around in two days. Sometimes older adults want to go to Israel and they want to go to Israel at a certain time of the year. That takes a little bit longer. But usually, you know, if somebody applies today for a wish, we're typically able to, to grant that life-changing experience by early fall. So a few months after the wish is submitted. That is awesome. So what do you think is the best part of this program? Yeah, the best part. The best part of Wish of a Lifetime for me is the stories that we're able to tell and the long-term connection that we have. So a wish is much more than a fleeting moment, not just for our wish recipients, but also the volunteers. We have older adults who, after they pass away, they put information about Wish of a Lifetime in their obituary. Uh, we call our older adults typically once a year. We do a birthday call. And we have older adults who invite us to their birthday parties. And we have children of older adults that become volunteers, even donors, because this experience meant so much to them. So seeing the longevity, seeing the relationship we have, not only with the, the WISH recipients, but also the community we work with, it's pretty cool. Um, and it really doesn't get old. Sounds so exciting. It's so heartwarming and so gratifying. Yeah. Um You've done, you said, 2,500 wishes. Yeah. Can you give me an example of uh, a couple of wishes that you've granted? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's always, this is such a fun question because wishes are so personal that typically our staff goes back to wishes that they worked on and that they granted specifically. But one of my favorite wishes was um, a wish for an older adult who was 99 years old and her wish was to go on a hot air balloon ride. This is actually the first wish we granted as part of AARP post COVID. We were on a wish granting hiatus for a while. And this is a 99 year old wish recipient who was a Holocaust survivor who viewed her life of being a refugee for most of her life and being in danger for most of her life and going through a lot of trauma and personal sacrifice. She viewed it as adventure more than anything. And so what she wanted at 99 years old was to ride on a hot air balloon to complete her life of adventure. She felt like at 99 years old, that was the only thing that she hadn't done yet. And so we were able to send Inky on a hot air balloon at 99 years old, which was 
so wonderful and impactful. One of the other great examples that I give just to talk about range is we also granted a wish for an older adult woman whose wish of a lifetime was to go to the Olive Garden. That's what she wanted to do. She didn't have the transportation to get to the Olive Garden. She used to always go with friends and family, but friends and family moved and she was in a city all by herself. And so even though that was $200 and very easy to plan, that meant the world to this older adult that we were able to, to grant this wish. Uh, the third wish that I wanted to talk about, and I would encourage people to go on our YouTube channel and look up Benny's wish, but it was an older adult with uh, Down syndrome who his relationship with his sister was so incredibly powerful. And their wish of a lifetime was just to go on a vacation, which they hadn't gone on since their parents had passed away many years ago. And we were able to set up a beautiful day for them on the beach. Uh, Benny rode a horse, which he had always wanted to do. And not only did it honor Benny, but it also honored the relationship he has with his family, which we do so often. So 2,500 wishes, uh, I'd be honest, please, please, please go on our website, www.wishofalifetime.org. All of the wishes are on there. They're on our Facebook page, Instagram, other social media channels. It depends on the day. If you ask me tomorrow, I'd give you three other examples, but there's so many fantastic wishes. And the beauty is they're all very personal. They're not, uh, it's not, we have some amazing wishes. We've had people meet the president before. We've had people travel very extravagantly to other countries. We had two older adults that met their cousins for the first time in Belarus, which was really amazing. But the beauty of these wishes are the personability of the stories. And that's why they vary so much. And that's why our work is so important to try to coax those stories out. That is so wonderful. So you had mentioned earlier that there are volunteers that also um, assist here. Uh, since we are talking to volunteers here at the Roost News, how would I volunteer if I wanted to be helpful with this? Such a fantastic question. So. Uh, really excited. We have a, a fairly prolific volunteer engagement program, and that's a big reason why the field program came into existence at the beginning. And so we have a couple different ways to engage. For anybody that's followed AARP, we have an annual Cupid Crew campaign where we empower volunteers to deliver roses and cards to seniors on Valentine's Day. That happens in February. We engage about 40,000 volunteers for that episodic occasion. Throughout the year, though, we ask those volunteers to help us not only find wishes, so in their community, volunteers can nominate themselves or others for a wish of a lifetime. So they can nominate those wishes in their community, go directly to me at volunteer at wishofalifetime.org or visit us at www.wishofalifetime.org backslash application. And our hope is once you submit a wish, you can be involved in that process. So we're having volunteers involved in the granting of the wish, whether it means you go to an airport send up, whether it means you drive an older adult to and from the airport, you pick somebody up from a restaurant, you are the person's companion, or you write cards to the older adult wish recipient after a wish is granted as part of our postcard program. There's a variety of opportunities that we have for volunteers. And really at this point with our expansion, volunteers are the total lifeblood of what we do. 
That is amazing. The idea of going and, and knocking on the door at Valentine's Day and giving roses is just, it's just heartwarming. I'm really excited. Well, we're coming down to our last question. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience about the program? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all these questions. And, and it's so fun to talk about Wish of a Lifetime and opportunities that we have to engage. So I always say, you know, Wish of a Lifetime is too good to be true. And one of the things that we're working on is it is it is a complete, wonderful and well-backed organization. But because we're giving wishes away, there's some skepticism in the community, even though we're supported by AARP. So the only way that we can grow this movement is to have volunteers like you all listen to this, learn about Wish of a Lifetime, email us directly, and be ambassadors out in the field to spread the word about Wish of a Lifetime. Right now, we have more ability to grant wishes than we have wishes themselves. And so we want more wishes. And the way that we want to do that is through coming on podcasts like these. But I just want all the volunteers to know that we know how important our volunteers are. And we have staff that are committed full time, 40 hours a week to supporting our volunteers. So if you want more information, if you want to learn more, if you want to just get linked to a different video, please, please email us at volunteer at wishofalifetime.org. That will get you to Cupid Crew. That will get you directly to me if you have any questions. And we're so excited. Thanks to AARP, we have a whole lot of growth ahead of us. And the only way we get there is if our volunteers throughout the country spread the word about this amazing organization. So this is such a great next step. And we're so excited to see uh, where this podcast goes. Jared, it has been wonderful.